I need to focus on speed, bro. Mm-hmm. Dang, this is good. Building your team out. Because if you build your team out and you leave them accountable for it, then they have to make the deadline. It won't keep dragging. It's only dragging because you're the owner. You're the CEO. So you can drag your own stuff and not be accountable for it. Or you can just get an accountability partner. That's another game changer. And put money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ain't going to lie to yourself. You get your accountability partner every single week, Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time zone. Get on the call. You're going to talk about relationships, your, your relationship. You're going to talk about health. You're going to talk about learning in your business. Those are the four things you're going to talk about. And out of those four things, you need to put a dollar amount on what's what, whatever is the most important. And if that course is that, then you need to put $100, $200, whatever's going to make you move. You need to be accountable. How you be accountable, you got to lose something. That's how you move. Yeah, big facts. Oh, my gosh. All right, so so tell me about the academy yeah. and why you built it. Right, so the reason why I built the academy is because every successful business is solving a problem. And I feel, after having numerous of conversations with people who went to college, College is literally scamming people. It's set up like a scam. We're going to give you information that you don't believe in. (laughs) Because if you believed in it, you have a money-back guarantee. What do you buy without a guarantee? Name one thing other than school that you will buy with no guarantee. Hmm. I have a product. The product is the school information. If you believe in it, say, yo, this don't work for you, get your money back. Mm -hmm. That leave them accountable Mm -hmm. to making sure that's A1, right? Making sure they put accountability behind the information they teaching. It makes it better that way. You have more success stories. And I think if a professor know the book from the front cover to the back cover, then why he ain't in the Rolls Royce? Why he ain't in the brand new Tesla? Why he ain't like, why he's struggling? If he, if he know everything. So that shows that that information in that book ain't everything. And if millions of people graduate every single year, why it's not? millions of more men, uh, more millionaires based on the graduates. I ask in my training, I do a training. Whenever I do my training, I say in my training, do you think college was worth your investment? I would say 100% of the time, I get like 99% hell no's. <laughs> so what I decided to do was, I decided to do something about it. I'm not a talker. I don't really talk much. And even like people was like, oh, spec, you work in silence or you like 
you move in silence. When I don't try to work in silence, mm-hmm. move in silence. It's just like, I just, I'm just straight to it. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. So that was a problem. So I wanted to do somebody instead of just talking about it. So I went and created my own, my own business school. So, all right, I created my business school. I preach never reinvent the wheel. Success leave breadcrumbs. That's what it is. So I went to Harvard. So I was like, oh, everybody all, you know, geeked up about this. You went to Harvard? I went to Harvard. You know that? That thing was everywhere. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, I went to Harvard. But I went to Harvard. He was smart, yo. I knew it. Man, this man is crazy. <laughs> I went, so I went to Harvard. That's who they put on. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, put make him famous, you know. But now the gates are unlocked. Now everybody on SoundCloud is like they can't control it no more. You can't control it no more. If you have the talent and you're able to stay persistent and consistent with music, you're going to pop sooner or later. Something going to catch on fire. All you need is to hit one ball. One. You don't have to be right no times but once. Once you write that one time, and I don't give a damn, you don't know how to swing at fastballs, don't hit fastballs. If all you know is curveballs, when that curveball comes, you swing the bat as hard as you can. Sooner or later, if you keep swinging, you're going to knock some out the park. It's going to be life-changing. And they're scared of that. Wow. They're scared of that because if that happens, then guess what? It's more wealth in the black communities. And guess what? The money circulates when it gets in the communities. When you go in, it goes to the corner stores. It goes to like, it's still in the community, right? Mm-hmm. The money changes hands. And now guess what? I got enough money to support your dream now. Yeah. I got enough money to support his dream now. And everybody is building, but it's things in place to make sure it's like credit card companies. They discriminate, but people don't know they discriminate because they're like, oh, they can't discriminate. No, they do. They don't market based on certain area codes. If you put a certain area code in, you automatically get denied. Why? Because they already know that area code has this certain amount of revenue coming in every single year. This your annual revenue. You don't fit the criteria. Mm. Even if you do. You don't fit the criteria. You in the wrong neighborhood. You don't get this card. And they're doing the same thing with investments. Like, why? Why got to be a credit investor? I love it. People come up with what they want to come up with. But that's my, you know, that's my logic. I can't wait to see it, my brother. Look, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. Um, Please let the the people know how they can contact you, how they can get in touch with you. Um, Definitely, I am spectacular on all social media platforms. Clubhouse is just spectacular. Hit me up on Clubhouse, dropping game constantly. Power Circle, shout out to the Power Circle. Nonprofit, hey, that's another thing that's going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest communities for people to come together, entrepreneurs to come together to share resources. 
the technology that's going to be built out for that is going to be crazy for people to come in and literally have one-on-one conversations to be able to share resources and uh, and be able to have masterminds and accountability. It's going to be phenomenal. But yeah, make sure you guys check me out. Power Circles, if you do want to apply for Power Circles, all you got to do is make over 100000 If you want to be a part of that community, go to powercircles.org and uh, check it out. But other than that, you guys can text my number. I gave it to you guys earlier, but 786-661-1224. Hit me up. Ask me some questions. And actually, if you listen to this interview, every time you hear it, listen. Drop me a comment, man, on my last post on Instagram. Let me know how you felt about this interview because I want to know your thoughts. I can't really start the comments like that, but I look at my Instagram almost every day. All right? Yeah. Appreciate that, Spade. All right, man, close out with something. A word of wisdom, man. There's an entrepreneur out there that they, they, they're, they're having a hard time. They're struggling. They got this vision and it's just not coming to fruition or, you know, they got some issues or, uh, you know, dramas or, you know, just uh, things going on in their life. So mm-hmm. what is on your heart right now to share with that person? Well, the first thing I would say is your thoughts become your reality. So if you put yourself in a state of mind that everything is possible, it's just the amount of time on when it's going to happen. And continuously work on your craft. Too many people are master of nothing. They master the craft of nothing. (laughs) So you have to become a master of something and go at it full speed, full throttle, want it mental as bad as you want to breathe. Mm-hmm. You got to want it as bad as you want to breathe and come into this thing and understand that you're not a victim. Too many victims out here. Nobody's a victim. You're the only person you can blame for your situation. Nobody else. It don't matter what your past was. It don't matter how your dad treated you. It don't matter how you how you was raised. Bill Gates said, if you're born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, that's your fault. Because you have every opportunity to get whatever you want and find the guidance, find the mentorship. Because it's not a lack of information. It's a lack of guidance and accountability. So find somebody that's going to leave you accountable to your goals, your mission, your dreams. Everything that you literally put your mind to is is something that can be achievable. Anybody who you know that's wealthy, that's famous, they all started from zero. Zero followers on Instagram, zero followers, zero followers on Facebook, zero dollars in their bank account. Everybody had to get that first deposit and build relationships and make sure that you're putting more deposits in than withdrawals. My rule of thumb is give 10 times and ask once. Because your habits create your character and your character determines your destiny. As we learned from our mutual mentor, you know what I'm saying? Like success 
will take you there, but your character, your gifts and talents will take you there, but your character will keep you there. But it all starts right here inside the mind. So we got to have a strong belief system. Because I remember when we used to school, you would see the little posters that say, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Bro, that's facts. That was a bar. We thought it was corny. We thought it was cliche, but that's real. That's real. So when I began to believe I could do these type of numbers, when I began to believe I could travel the world, bro, my wife looking for homes down in South Africa. I was like, boo, come on, boo. She's like, oh, you don't believe? I was like, I have to check myself. Like, bro, don't be a hypocrite. Like, do you believe? People got to believe. And so to everybody that's watched us, everybody that's listening right now, like, I need to believe in that power, that purpose, that potential, that society. You God has an amazing plan for your life if you believe. What do I look like trying to, Trying to determine where my life going to go. I ain't that smart. I ain't that talented. People talk about a five to 10 year plan. That makes sense. And it sounds good. But for me, I'm not even smart enough to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Right? That's why I wake up at 5 a.m. and I seek the face of God. Like, what you want me to do? What you think is the best play? And then I run that play. Like, that's how people can go to the next level. So it starts with the belief system. And then you got to put that work in every single day. Because my brother Brian, not here no more. And if he was here, he'd be putting that work in. So I felt what I look like feeling tired, what I look like feeling lazy, what I look like talking about what's not comfortable to me. Comfort don't pay bills. You know what I'm saying? So we got to be willing to put that work in every single day. So let's go get in. Let's be great. Listen, can't close it out no better than that, man. Do me a favor. Make sure you follow Jeremy Anderson. Okay, shoot him. One. And we are live. We're live. We're live. I don't feel alive. I feel like half dead right now. I swear to God, I'm so depressed. It's raining out to match the boot. The weather is matching my feeling right now. Depressed, tired. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with your phone now? Your phone's cutting you. Put a case on it. You know, today I was ready to walk into AT&T store and my phone's been acting up because when you press it, it does whatever it wants to do what it's supposed to do. So, because it's all cracked in the front and it felt, you know, starting to, you know, cut me and all that stuff. And I thought it was the actual screen in the phone. So I was prepared to walk in AT&T and, you know, I used the hell out of my phone. I make money with this goddamn thing, baby. Okay, this is the only thing, this is the thing, the most important tool. Everybody lives off their phone now. I can run the whole goddamn empire with this phone. Uh, anyway, so I walk into AT&T. I'm ready to spend, a, I'm, re- I'm thinking they're going to take me for a thousand bucks or whatever for a new phone. And I walk in and the lady says, I tell the lady promises, listen, you know, the phone's not acting right and you press it. It's all cracked here. And uh, she says, oh, yeah, okay, let me see. And I says, um, you know, what do I got to do? I got to buy a new phone, right? She, so she, she takes my phone. She puts her nail in there and put, peels off this goddamn coating. I didn't even know it was there, and the coating was cracked. And now it looks like a new phone again. Uh, <laughs> in five seconds, she saved, me, she saved me a thousand bucks. And it's just, well, you know, fit 40 bucks for a new case or your insurance will do up at 10 or you go to whatever. Anyway, thank you, lady in the AT&T in Clearwater. I forgot I didn't get her name. For saving me $1,000 on a new phone today. All right. 
So, that's the story. I saved a thousand bucks today. Look at it. Well, maybe it wasn't such a bad day. But I had a lot of bad shit happen. I'm telling you, you know, I don't know. Right now, everybody better stock up on every dollar they can. Whenever there's a problem in life and business ain't right, get your hands on as much cash as you can and just maybe sit and wait and see what happens because unless you're that smart where you know how to do something, right now things are rough. I mean, it's, it's really bad. I'm not even going to... I mean, you got your good times, you got your bad times. These are absolutely the worst times, okay? So, I don't know. I'm just so sick of seeing all these bills coming in with no money to pay them. You know, you know, digging in uh, every hole we can to pay them. So, things are not good right now. If you're interested in real estate, beware. And if you want to really be in real estate, I mean, now's a good time to start looking because people are going to get scared. I'm telling you right now, I'm selling hotels for millions, many, many millions less than I would have sold them for back in February, okay? In fact, I'm kicking myself in the ass because... I had a guy ready to buy two hotels for me at a Christmas party, and, and, and I didn't do the deal. I mean, you know, I'm an idiot. What are you going to do? I didn't know this was going to happen. So right now is a good time to go out. If you are interested in real estate and you got some risk money or money you can put into something and maybe wait out the storm, now's the time to start looking for deals. People, I'm telling you, uh, people are bargaining. You know, I know a friend, he was looking for a house the other day uh, in Fort Lauderdale. The guy, he put, uh, he wanted he wanted his house for two and a half million. I told him, put an offer in for two million, you know, don't be afraid. So he puts the offer in for two million and, and the broker's saying, no, 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 this is the best deal in town. It's going for two and a half million. It's going to do that bullshit. You know, who's walking around with two and a half million bucks right now to spend on a freaking house? You know, not a lot of people. So anyway, yeah. he puts the offer in, even though the broker kept crying, saying, no, I don't want to do it. He puts the offer in, and they counter him back to two million two. Okay? They took off 300 grand, thinking he'll say, okay, let's meet in the middle, and let's do a deal. But I said... You know, why? You got nothing to lose to keep playing the game. Go back and say, listen, you know, I'm being fair right now. In your, in my opinion, this house is worth $2 million based on today's market, you know. And uh, he, I said, throw him another fifty grand just to be generous. So it ends up, I think he's getting the house for $2 million one, I think, gasoline. So a house that was supposed to be a hot deal two five, because it's all about timing, 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 and having the money ready to go at that right time. That's what helps. So you know he got a house that actually would be appraised right now for two million five, and he's only paying two million one. Yeah, almost so, 80 percent off. You know, there you go. But I also learned about. Another part of real estate I didn't know about, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, water, there are setbacks on boats because he has water behind the house and I'm going to stick my boat back there for free. Uh, 
that's why I'm helping him buy the house. So, <coughs> there are setbacks. You got to make sure in certain parts. It's crazy. It's like different streets. It's not even cities, though, the setbacks. It's like on Island Drive, it'll be five feet. And then on Westfield Drive, it'll be like 10 feet. Like The distance between you and your neighbor's property line. Yeah. So, some streets, you got to have five feet on each side of the boat in between you and your neighbor. And then you got the width because you got a canal. So, you got the people who live across the canal. So, basically, the way it works, we learned all this. We didn't know this shit. Now, in canals, the way it works is you have a third, a third, a third. A third goes to the guy on that side of the canal. You need a third for traffic to come through the middle, and you need a third for that guy on that side of the canal. So you have to make sure your boat's not too wide off the dock to stick out to where you go past the third of that space, or else you can't keep your boat there. So anyway, he's got to shorten his dock for me. <laughs> I'll pay for that. All right, so... You went down to Fort Lauderdale. I went to Palm Beach, went to Fort Lauderdale, went to Miami, went everywhere. Everywhere. And you know, I while we were there, I think Trump it. was having a party in Jupiter. We didn't even know it. We drove past uh, where Trump lives in um, Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. And, man, what a dead-ass place that is. That place is... Yeah. I mean, you got your fancy homes, you got your ocean, your beach, but it's, like, dead. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't want to live like that. I don't even want to keep a boat in a place like that. You know, there's nothing going on, and everybody's, you know, very hidey-tidy. And um, we got over on a free lunch. We got over on a free lunch. We had a great lunch. Free brunch. We we wanted to go eat in the Breakers. Was the Breakers is where? Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Breakers. Was Breakers in Fort Lauderdale? No, it's it's Palm Beach. The Breakers Breakers in Palm Palm Beach. Beach. So we went to the Breakers. Sure. Yeah, we were trying to go eat lunch. What did we go anyway? So the restaurant was under construction, and we had. But they own a restaurant in town, which called. Forgot. (laughs) I think it's named after the guy that started the town. Like. Some Henry's, Henry's Flagler, from Flagler, the guy that started, the big rich guy that started the whole damn thing down there. Anyway, so they have a restaurant there in town, and we got lucky, because this place was expensive. You know, it's West Palm Beach and all that, so the waitress knocks over a champagne glass that Carla was drinking. And the glass kind of blew on some of the food. Some of it, not most of it. Anyway, they were really nice. The waiter comes and uh, the mate, the manager comes over and he says, no, absolutely, you know, takes all the food away. You know, we, we, we half ate the food already. <laughs> and he brings all new food, wouldn't charge us. I mean, those people must be tough in that town because these people that work there, oh, oh my God, oh my God, a glass broke. You know, and uh, so anyway, we toured everywhere. everywhere. So now here we are. What night is the night? I can't keep track of it. I honestly Tuesday? think we went... Wednesday. Wednesday. We went to over 20 marinas. No, 25. And they were all too expensive. And I they all, charge and more I for a fucking all. piece of water. A little slip of water. 
It's crazy for square foot. It's only water. It's not even land you're getting. That's how much they're charging. Oh, my God. They want like $2. Some of these high-class places want $2 a foot At least per day. Seven grand if a your month. boat's 100 feet, that's 200 bucks a day. That's 30 days in a month. That's $6,000 a month. For a fucking slip on water? And in Miami. You talk about, about oh, man, they're making money. Especially in Miami. Oh, my and God. And they don't have that. They barely have any amenities. Some of them don't have shit to give you. Uh, so, anyway, we're working on it. All right. I hope anybody's out there. They got any problems. They got any questions. Call in. All right. And uh, see if we can do. But right now, let me tell you. Your real estate is a danger zone. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I'm not smart enough to know how these banks are handling. I know a lot of people ain't paying. See, at first, the government was handing out money. They're giving out the extra unemployment. Everybody was paying their rent. See, multifamily was staying strong. But now, I hear, and I heard from a guy yesterday that owns like 2,000 apartments in Tampa. He wanted to come... Uh, have lunch with me and maybe look at John's past or whatever. So um, he said, holy crap. He couldn't believe it. He was down. He was missing 200000 in rents uh, that he hasn't collected last month. He hasn't figured out what this month is already. So, and we're starting to feel a pinch too. Um, it used to be retail was having its problems. It still are. Forget about hotels. I, I just want to. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about hotels right now. But now the multifamily's getting hit. Okay? Because people, it's, I'm telling you, they're not dealing with the situation like they should. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, either if you're going to keep money flowing, you keep the goddamn shit flowing. Don't give it a little and stop. All right? Until it's over, keep it flowing. Uh, because right now, I'm telling you, things are getting ugly. You know, I had another commercial tenant telling me they're leaving. They're going bye-bye. I'm going to be stuck with another empty commercial unit, retail. Uh, I'm telling you, my life is depressing as hell right now. So anyway, maybe I can help somebody. Anybody out there, you want to buy something, you're looking to buy. But I will tell you, they're still lending. The government's backing up all the banks. They're backing up uh, Fannie's, Freddie's. I got people in contract to buy stuff right now. We had a big inspection in one of our hotels. I hope that goes through. So there's money flowing out there still. So if you want to do real estate, what you got? We also have Super Chats. Super Chat, Super Chat. Parasailing the past. Thanks for the four ninety nine, And thank you for coming to, I think, most of the podcasts. Is that the parasailing goddamn time? guy I can't find? Every time I go there, he's off sailing somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, I personally went over there in the goddamn heat, sweating, you know, it was hot as hell, looking for the goddamn parasail guy to see if he wants to come to my side over there and, and get more business and more exposure. And I don't know, there's th like two or three different parasailing guys there, and I don't even know if I got to the right guy. So, parasailing guy, where the hell are you? Okay, contact us and start parasailing on my side of the boardwalk too. And go get another parasailing boat. All right. I think I know somebody selling one, too. Seriously, call us. I know a guy selling a parasailing a boat and just, uh, the whole setup. A captain. All right. What else we got? Shout out to Matthew Simpson. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Matthew Simpson. 
Ben, if the real estate event you are doing next week weekend sold out, sold out, sold out, done. You missed it. Does well. Will you do more? That's what I'm really thinking about doing. You know, we, we can't do big stuff right now. We're going to do small stuff. So I'm going to do small stuff, and if it works out, we're going to do it continuously and, you know, make it in small, easy, you know, groups where I can really get my point across. Uh, so it's sold out, but, yeah, if this one works out, we'll do some more. Maybe we'll start doing it in Orlando. Maybe we'll do them in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the doctor for the $25. The doctor, doctor, doctor. Oh, doctor, no money. Normally give $100. Doctor only give $25. What's the matter, doctor? You lose your patience or what? Still waiting on the lazy river. Lazy river. Well, we'll talk about it. I'll be there on the 19th. Why you earlier? Honestly, let me tell you something. That freaking lazy river saved me today. Uh, I had such a rotten day. With so many things going on that, you know, my wife says, hey, why don't you go get in the pool? It's really nice out here. This is before this lousy rain came. You know, I was sitting there depressed, thinking about this old stuff going on. And I says, you know what? She's right. So I took a nice swim and got some exercise around the river. But the goddamn pumps, I think, are cuckoo now. I swear to God, the pump was going the wrong way and pushing me instead of helping me. I'm telling you, you got to talk to that goddamn pool guy. So it was like a workout going against the goddamn current. All right, what else you got? Um, David G. David G. Thanks for the $10. $10, thank you. And by the way, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't like the podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know, I appreciate, and Rafal really appreciates everybody that watches the podcast. It ain't a big thing like the videos, but hey, every bit helps. Rafal needs to eat, and, uh, you know, it helps a lot. And his motorcycle, tell us, Rafal, he tells me today what happened. Yeah, I was uh, throwing the trash today, and I noticed the empty parking spot where my motorcycle usually sits there and it's gone so my motorcycle was stolen today from not a bad neighborhood though i think that's so. when you start seeing things are getting really bad when things start getting stolen people start going out stealing they need money okay yeah. so you know i'm sorry your bike got stolen i know uh it was your favorite bike you europeans like that motorcycle stuff especially yeah, he, I think you guys got more motorcycles than cars in Poland, don't you? Uh, no, not in Poland. Oh, but, uh, but a lot of those countries. A lot of scooters. Scooters? 50s. Anyways. All right, so listen, Rafael needs a new motorcycle, so come on, help him out here. You know, poor Polak living here in Florida. He's used to the cold weather. He's sweating it out. That's why I bought a bike, so the wind's on him. Okay. Uh, give him okay. yours. Anyways. Trying to buy a 14 unit for 990 grand, 25% down, 800 credit score, and banks are asking for a four three quarter rate with 520 recourse loan. I would, I could buy it cash. Any ideas how to get a, resp- a reasonable offer? Listen, you're 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 getting ready to pay how much? How much is that deal? 990. 
$990,000, almost a million dollars, 14 units. So how much is that a door? Roughly about, what's that, 77 times uh, 10 is 700, 7 times 4 is 28, so it's about 70 a door. Right? 72, yeah. All right, so, sounds like a good deal. Hopefully you did all your homework and make sure the rents are going to equal and pay you all the bills and leave you something left over. Hope you got a good return. But, um, I mean, if the banks are willing, you know, the point is, you know, if you're going to put out cash, then you got to get a discount, okay? Cash is king. You know, if they want a quick cash deal, baby, they got to give you a discount. So I would try and then go out and refinance it, okay? Uh, so, you know, that's an option. That's probably what I would do. You know, that's what I always do. If I have the cash, I try to buy up the cash quick and cheap. And then I go back to the bank later. So, but in the meantime, I mean, how much is, what's the question? What's the, what's this rate for something? You know, I mean, you know, you shop around, get different rates. I don't know. It depends on where the building is. If it's an A, a B, a C. Uh, it depends on the bank you're dealing with. It depends on how strong you are. You know, have you gone Fannie or Freddie? If you're looking for long-term debt. I mean, you know, every situation's different. But, you know, you should definitely always go to more than one bank and get a, um, a commitment letter. You know, give them all the information on the property, show them who you are, and say, give me a commitment on this deal, you know. And, and there's, uh, you know, tons of banks out there, but I wouldn't go with only one bank giving you an offer. But it didn't sound like a bad offer. What was he talking about now? He was talking about a 14-unit, 990-grand building. 25% down, 800 credit store score, and banks are asking for three-quarter rate with 520 recourse. Three-quarter rate? I don't know what Let that means. Let me see it, please. He wrote out three Hello, hello, hello. Here we go. We got four and three-quarter rate he meant. So he's getting 4.75 is three-quarter rate. 4.75 with a 5.2 recourse loan. Oh. Full recourse. I don't know, you know, you can bargain, ask them for a lower rate. You know, say, hey, do you loan, uh, you know, with uh, a spread against the LIBOR? You know, or a spread, what do you, what do you, what do you, don't be afraid to ask questions to banks, okay? They loan you money based on a certain rate. You know, they got the cost of funds, they got the LIBOR, they got the treasury. You know, find out what they're loaning you and how many points they're making on it. I'm going to be honest with you. A bank's got to make minimum two points to just, you know, to operate. You know, it's called the, you know, cost of fund. Um, you know, what it costs them to operate. The bank's got to make a couple of points. So if, you know, normally if, 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 if they're bargaining against, uh, if they're loaning you money against a certain rate or a market, and right now markets are like zero, so you should get really good loans, I mean, you know, but they're not going to give away the farm, you know. I mean, I don't know what your assets are. It all matters. But um, you should definitely uh, try to bargain with every bank. You know, don't be afraid to bargain, and don't be afraid to get a second opinion because then you can play them against each other. <clears throat> but it didn't seem unreasonable what they're asking. I don't know what your assets are, but, you know. All right, good luck. You have a call. We have a call. I don't believe it. Somebody's calling. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are I you today? It's Ben. How's it going? Good. 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 What can we do for you? Uh, 
so I'm uh, I'm actually from Toronto, uh, and I worked in a uh, an investment shop in real estate here for the last four or five years. I got together uh, with a partner that's going to provide uh, a significant amount of capital as well as debt for us to start buying U.S. multifamily assets. And so the first place we started looking uh, was in St. Pete, uh, St. Petersburg. And I wasn't sure. We're, we're looking at either uh, larger assets, like 100 to 200 doors at a time, or we're going to buy like a large number of kind of 10, 10 to 20 unit assets. Uh, and I was curious, He's you know, for multifamily deals, what you would suggest. Listen, don't come over here to St. Pete trying to buy my goddamn deals up. You stay in Toronto and buy some shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, Toronto, Canada, people got watching this. That's the way like ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to come over to St. Pete and buy up some of this good old American real estate, huh? You know why? Yeah. You know why everybody wants to come here? Tell them why you uh, can't buy it in Toronto. Uh, all the upside is priced in, and we have red controls. It's called socialism, correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Top marginal tax rate is 58%. Well, you know, I feel for you. But anyway, I mean, you know, a lot of guys, people from Canada down here buying real estate, I mean, and, and owning real estate. I mean, you know, you got to get with the big brokers and see if the numbers make sense for you guys. You need to get the return you're looking for. I think there's a lot of good deals getting ready to come to the table, you know, but, you know, you need to get with the guys that are moving that product and work with them. Um, you know, all the big, you, used to, you know who the brokers are? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to familiarize myself. I have some connections at uh, Seabury and Abenson Young. Well, that's so it. You just, basically, you got to go around and hit them all. You got to hit them all yeah. and say, hey, listen, this is what we're looking for. What do you got? They even advertise them on their websites or whatever or get on their their, their list that they, they send out every time. But, you know, you already know. You got CBRE. You got Franklin Street. You got Bricadia. You got this guy named, I think he went off on his own. I think he just picked something up in St. Pete, Jamie May. Jamie May. Uh, he's got stuff, something I think just came up in St. Pete. Hit them all. You got to go to all of them and say, hey, show me what you got. And you put them on a table. You guys are smart guys. You underwrite them, see if they make sense. But it's dangerous right now because you know even here in this capitalistic, wonderful place, you cannot evict nobody right now. You know that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how long that's going to go on for, but, you know, right now you got to be careful with multifamily because I'm starting to feel a pinch in my multifamily. You know, this whole situation we're going through is definitely affecting every aspect of real estate right now. Every aspect I can think of is being affected by it, except maybe maybe grocery stores. So, um, you know, be careful right now also. You don't want to overpay because you might be looking at a, a major reduction in value soon. Yeah, no, of course. Of All right. Course. Uh, well, good luck to yeah, you. No. And uh, listen, if you stay in Tampa, stay in one of my hotels in Tampa near the airport. 
No, I will, I will tell you quickly uh, that, you know, uh, my parents had a place on, on Treasure Island in the past, so I was at uh, John's Pass constantly, so I love that place. Oh, good. Come back. Spend some money. <laughs> Go Thank on a pirate you. ship. Go parasailing. Go jet skiing. Go on a dolphin tour. Eat in a restaurant. Play in the arcade. Eat ice cream. Have a hot dog. What else? I made the goddamn Bubba. guy. All right, take care. I made the goddamn guy. He keeps crying to me. He ain't making no money in the yogurt place. I personally bring him. I tell Matt and I tell little Ben, listen, I know we got two hot dog machines left over from uh, Hogan's Beach that we had. Put him, give the guy a hot dog machine. So I, I tell them both, they both bring him one. I had to go take one back. We're here to take up the hot dog machine. But I said, you know, put the hot dog machine there, sell them out the goddamn window of John's Pass, and make some money. And I twist his arm to do it. I had to bring him a hot dog. And he's not even my tenant. He's my neighbor. I brought him a hot dog machine for him to sell hot dogs out of his yoga joint. Anyway. And they did sell some. They sold some. You with me. But now they got to spend a little money and make it a pass-through window. The window's right on the sidewalk. You put up a freaking sign, hot dogs, you get three bucks a pop. They cost like 20 cents. And the bun's another 10. He's into the whole thing for 30, 40 cents with mustard and relish. He can sell for 10 times that. Aaron, you're going over there selling hot dogs this weekend at John's Pass. I'm going to buy you a hot dog cart. That's what I'm going to do. Aaron's hot dogs. Aaron's hot dogs. Aaron's. (laughs) Jewish All right, dogs. what else we, we got? Have some super chats. <laughs> super Shout chats. Shout out to iFix Boats. Who? iFix Boats. iFix Boats? Oh, hopefully my boat don't need no fixing. We fixed it. Oh, shit, I still got a boat for sale. Yeah. Now I had to move it over to that guy. Oh, that was a disaster. Trying to move the goddamn pulley, leaves the goddamn keys to the Escalade or his navigator, blocking the damn boat. The keys are with him out, who the hell knows where, across the state. And I got to get the goddamn boat out of there. And uh, that was a fiasco. Does anybody want to buy a 27-foot Formula PC? Brand Come on. new paint. Come on, we're lowering the price. Brand new paint. That boat is beautiful, and it runs perfect. I'm telling did, you now. It did run good. I'll tell you what, it's worth 50 grand all day long. 30 grand right now. 30, Contact yeah, Rafal. 30 grand, you got to pick it up, and I can't guarantee the trailer, no, because the trailer's not mine. But I'll try, I'll help you get a trailer, and the trailer ain't going to cost you no more than a grand or two. Yeah, go to Okay, it. come on. Come on down and look at that boat. What's the name of uh, Justin's uh, truck place you got Go there? to Ameritruck Sales if you need a truck. Is that the same name? He normally changes his name so. all the Does time because he? he's always in trouble or something. I don't know. Oh, it's on man. Highway 19. Ameritruck sales, and it's call us and let's do it. All right, what else you got? AJ White, thanks for the twenty dollars. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate it, David Almendarez. Thanks for the two dollars. Shout out to Crazy Jewish. Crazy Jewish for four ninety nine. Cheap Jew. Ben, are you looking forward to Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur. I don't even have a yarmulke. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm I'm not religious, so you know, the holidays are the holidays are the holidays. That's not true. You are religious on Jewish holidays. 
you turn religious. He turns into a real. Can I say Jew? Yeah. A Jew. And you're a liar. I'm not a liar. You are a liar. How many times have I ever been to synagogue? Do you know of the whole time you've been on this earth? How many times? It's not that. How many times? It's in our house. It's what? Here. You don't know what Jewish is. Let me tell you. You don't even know what Jewish is. I'm serious. They got so many things going on. You blow your mind. Quiet before I make you go get bar mitzvahed. You know what the Jews will do all their drinking? I didn't even get a bar mitzvah. I didn't get one. I'll get you one. I'm good. You ain't going to do it. Okay. I didn't even do it. I did, All right, I move did, on. What else you got, Jew boy? IGH Properties, thanks for the $49.99. All right, big money for file. You're going to be eating some sausage tonight. And maybe a bite. <laughs> Don't take that wrong. Anyway, what else you got? <laughs> David Alvarez, thanks again for $5. When's Mike Bonus and Polly going to be on the podcast? Mike Bonus is a pain in my onus. Okay? You better get out there and you better get the goddamn vacancies we're getting in retail. We just heard from a mattress store that's going dark. All right? He's sitting on plenty of empty space and he ain't getting it rented. And in, I don't know. You know, it's a tough time, a tough market. But Mike Bonus has also got to try to help me with investments. Uh, I'll get him on there. I'll get him on there. He'll be around. What else we got? Paulie. Paulie's out there taking care of pot mills all over the damn state. That guy goes, travels hundreds and hundreds of miles a day. A day. Yeah, a day. Has to go to this building or that building over here and all in the middle of nowhere. What else you got? The doctor, thanks for the 100 bucks. $100 must be from Rich Doctor. He must be a plastic surgeon. Hey, doctor, I hope uh, I hope there's not Medicaid money he's giving us. Uh, anyway, so thank you very much, doctor. Thank you very much. There is there is your $100. I'm probably a grain or two deep in these super chats. Ten grand still stands to swim in the Mala's Lazy River. Do I have to be here? The, the doctor, send us an email and then we will contact you. Ask Ben on Ben. Ten Ma. grand, that's a lot of money. Consult with Ben. Let's have a consultation, doctor. Yeah. I'll give you a consultation, doctor. How about that for a change? The shoe's on the other foot. All right, what else we got? Any callers? Nobody's calling in today. We can go home, go eat, go to sleep, go to hell. I mean... Yeah, we can get a caller right now. I need a cigarette. Don't tell your mother I'm smoking in the house. Hello. Hey, it's Ben. How are you today? How can we help you? Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, what's up? Who is this again? Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Did you not want me to call you? This is Ben Rella from the goddamn (laughs) Life for Sale. What the hell do you want? How you doing? I'm all right. What's up? What do you got? I don't know if you remember me. You came to the Homestyle Restaurant. You did that video. The Homestyle Restaurant. You guys went. Out, you guys closed up, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm sorry. How's your parents doing? They're okay. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, it's just no. It's okay. It was. It was, it was sold. Yeah. Well, I hope things work out for you guys. Thank you. Now what are you Appreciate doing? It. Now what are you doing? 
Where were no, you from? You're from your way. You're from, you're from Serbia? Or where were you from? I forgot. Albania. Albania. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you doing now? So, now I just acquired a property here in uh, Newport Ritchie. It happened right before Corona went mainstream. Everyone kept saying, you know, it was a big debate if I should get it or not. I thought the virus was just, at the time, right before March, it wasn't anything crazy going on. What kind so of property? I went ahead and did get it. What kind of property are we huh? talking about? What kind of property are we talking about? What kind? It's just a single family home. All right, so you bought a single family house, and what's the story? Yeah. Was it occupied when you bought it? Is it a rental? Was it empty? What's the story? Yeah. It was. It was occupied when I bought it. I got it off market through a friend who knew somebody that was liquidating his portfolio. So I got extremely lucky. How much you pay? How much you pay? Sold eighty thousand. All right, so you spent. You bought a house. It's rented out. How much is the tenant paying you? Well, that's the problem. The tenant, what I didn't know did not have a lease agreement. They were on a week-to-week basis. Okay. And we, I did not do my due diligence and figure it out, which ended up, here we are now, fast forward now, we went back to the home. We thought the current tenant was gone. We knocked on the door and someone brand new opened it up. And we said, who are you? And they, he said, I don't know. I've been paying rent here. All right, well, pay and me your rent. How much I'm not are you paying? So get the gun. He said, I'm not paying. He said, I'm not paying it to you, though. Who's he paying it to? The current tenant that we thought was there at the time, but that tenant's gone, disappeared. And I don't have a key to the place. Um, so I guess we labeled him as a squatter. So. All right, listen. You know, there's two ways to handle it. Well, the problem is you can't evict nobody right now. Okay? That's, 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 everybody knows it, right? Right. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I don't think, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, the guy who sold you the house screwed you. I mean, because he should have been collecting rent. Wasn't he collecting rent? He he was collecting rent. This was right before Corona stuff happened. He was collecting rent. Sounds like the a tenant scam. was apparently good. Can you listen, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. But listen, that guy, yeah. listen, but, that guy, if he, what, is there any way of reasoning with the guy and having a meeting with him say, listen, here's, let's, just, let's just discuss this like to tell you. With the guy who's in there? Yeah. And say, no, I, un- I blew problem? it. I blew it. I lost my temper, and I ended up going to uh, an attorney because I called. I called the police department, and the police department stated, "If I don't have a key, there's nothing I can do. But if there's any way I can change the locks before he comes, there's something I can do about that." But it was risky because there was a dog in there. Um, and then he said, if he has proof of residency and you change the locks and he provides a letter of any sort, then it's going to fall on me. You know, 
The problem is because of this goddamn virus right now, you can't evict nobody. Because otherwise, you say fucking evict them. But there's no way that I mean, does the guy want to pay any rent? I don't think he's paying rent to anybody. To tell you the truth, I'm just no. telling my opinion. No, I, I think he's just no, I blew you, it. You know, um, so you know, the biggest problem is you're stuck right now because this goddamn virus. Because I mean, otherwise, unless attorney smart enough to figure it out, you can't make no deal with the guy and say, listen, you know, I'm a victim here. You know, I bought the house. You know, you're supposed to be here paying rent. You know, and, and if he ain't got no money, say, listen, there's money out there. I'll help you. I'm telling my managers right now, if the tenant didn't pay you the goddamn rent, you go knock on their door. I don't care if you got to drive them and take them to somewhere, they got to file an application online, go somewhere and file it. I don't care. I used to do it and, and, and get some assistance. There's a whole uh, bunch of people giving uh, rental assistance right now online for every single county. The county's doing it. The state's doing it. Everybody's doing it. So, you know, yeah. I mean, if you could try to at least have somebody go there and meet with the guy, or, you know, or you try to telephone the guy first if you get his number or something, or, or, or leave a, a, a note there, please call. I don't know. You know, the attorney's going to tell you, no, I don't have no contact. But, you know, uh, but I don't know. What's the, the attorney claiming he's not protected under the eviction moratum, uh, uh, the, the Santos eviction law? Well, then what's the attorney going to do about it? What's he going to do? Called he said he said he's gonna get them out, but yeah, it's gonna how? take. It's gonna take how it's long? It's gonna take, huh? How long? Days. How many? Sixty. You're lucky. If he gets done in sixty days during a fucking virus, then you you're he, he lucky. Said, he said that, he said it's just based on the court systems. But I said I uh, think the court systems put, are backed up. Yeah, and plus they're not putting but, people out right now. Anyway, you could try that, but you know I talked to the attorney. Say, listen. Maybe let's try to settle with this guy somehow. You know, either give him a few bucks to get the hell out of here or stay here and pay the fucking rent. You wanted a tenant in there, didn't you? You bought it for income or what did you buy it for? Oh, it was supposed to be just a flip. A flip. Renovation and a flip. How could it be a renovation and a flip if it was occupied with a tenant? And you had the to get a company was, to lease. They were going to get out. Well, they were, but you're not they were going to get out. Well, the problem the is the person that sold it to you, you shouldn't have let him get his money until you went. How did you buy it? Didn't you inspect it when you were there? Didn't you go through the house and inspect it? Yeah. And you yeah, saw there was a the tenant, tenant there. Well, you shouldn't have. I you, knew, yeah, I, knew, I met the tenant. You met the tenant and it wasn't the same person? No, when I went the other, when I went two weeks ago, it was someone new. Fuck that. Who's paying the utilities? Screwed, Who's paying the utilities? Huh? Who's paying the utilities? That I don't know. I don't know if it's on his name. Oh, you're not paying. They it. said that if it is, it's going to be a disaster. It's not me though. I'm not on the utilities. And the attorney didn't Listen. advise to switch it to the yeah, right. switch okay. mine. No, 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 don't do that. Listen, you better let the attorney do what he can do. But in the meantime, he took, you know, he took a thousand dollars. So, uh, you know, everybody's trying to make money right now. But listen, there's no guarantee with the court system. In the meantime, say to the attorney, "Hey, does the attorney anybody have any contact with the guy living there right now?" No. 
Nobody. I saw him face to face, but I blew it. Uh, I lost my temper, and. Well, you need to try to. I don't know. You know, talk to the attorney. See if he can reach out to him. Send him a letter or some bullshit. Try to contact him. Send somebody over there. Uh, you know, I, I don't there know is no say. lease agreement. I know, but it could be a verbal agreement, and you know, who the hell knows, right? Now, listen, if it wasn't a virus going on, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You just say evict the guy in three weeks, he's out of there. A John Doe eviction, you had no agreement, blah, 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 I don't know. But, you know, right now is a very tough time. You're better off trying to see if you can at least try to make a deal with the guy. Say, listen, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I bought this house, it's supposed to be empty when I bought it. You know, and the guy says, well, I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got no money. Well, you know, I don't want to tell you. Maybe you need to, you know, you're born at a, at a time when things are crazy right now. Nothing makes sense right now. Nothing makes sense in this world right now. You know, so, no. you know, keep working with the attorney. But I try to make a deal with the guy, too, you know, and see if he can at least get some money coming in until this damn thing blows over and then flip the goddamn thing. You know, take, you know, there's money out there. Let him apply for it. It's free money. All right. No, Listen, you're you may, right. may want to, you know, I know you, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I wish I could help you, but I wish it's, the best for your family. I just thought you know. it'd be a good story for the podcast. Yeah, it's a sad story, you know. It's a it's story that don't do, don't ever buy a piece of real estate the day before you close that deal. Even us, we walk through the building. We have to go and see, you know, making sure that uh, the vacancies look decent. You know, you got to do a final inspection before you release that money. Because once you release that goddamn money, it's over. You know, so you got to make sure everything's just the way the you want it. The mortgage stop. No, you got to pay a freaking mortgage on it now. You know, you're screwed. So, listen, yeah. you better go try to make a deal. It ain't going to hurt to make a deal with the guy. Maybe he'll leave for a couple hundred bucks. I don't know. You know, I should have. I should have took the attorney money and offered him to leave that It's a goddamn Albanian but... temper you got. You got that friggin' Albanian temper just like the Pollocks. <laughs> All right, you take care. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was my right, well, you know, you know how to reach us. Go online, reach me if you need me in the future. But good luck to you. Tell me, uh, send my regards to your I parents. I got a room for the show next week, so. Oh, great, great, great. I'm glad I you did because we're sold out. We're cut off. I'm not yep. having a bunch of people there. I'm going to be very Perfect. close and in person and, you know, protected. All right. Very good. Perfect. Take care All of right, yourself. Tell you your again. parents to send hi. Yeah, All right. What's up? Have a good night. Oh, you still owe me a friggin' pizza. You promised me. All right. What's up? You got anybody else? Yeah. House? Hey, and everybody, sorry if I can't get to your super chat because it does disappear after a certain amount of time. Well, that means you ain't quick enough, you know? You need to get on your J-O-B. No, it's because somebody talks a lot. Well, then cut me off. I don't care. I can't because you're actually you saying go like this. you're you helping can, somebody. Whenever you get a super chat you want to read, from now on, go like this. Okay? Let me Fine. see you do it. There you go. Not so hard. You break the table. You put freaking marks in my leather here. You had no appreciation for nice shit. Just came with the house. <laughs> Shit was bought by a big shot ball player, man. God, kids don't appreciate nothing. Oh my god! All right, I what else most, you got? I, all right, IGH Properties. Thank you for the nine ninety nine nine. 
99.99. You're getting ready to tell me a lot of nines, Sorry. boy. Rafael, you're going to give me some of that money and pay you. Rafael, you need to start renting some damn hotel rooms with that money. Ben, I already booked my room at the Four Seasons. You meant to say Sheridan, I'm pretty sure. Four Points Sheridan. I know. But Better. If you rent to the Four Seasons, there ain't even the Four Seasons around here. Yeah, there is. No, there ain't. Four right. seasons. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Orlando, tree. maybe. I'm thinking of the... All right, I look forward to seeing everybody that's showing up. And listen, let me tell you something. I want to personally thank every single person showing up, okay, because you're helping me, you're renting rooms, we're keeping the hotel alive, all right? It ain't going to make a fortune. It'll be...